0: lord bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name bless the lord oh my soul and do not forget any of his benefits hallelujah bless god you may be seated a minute because you just don't understand how i am inside and you could take the girl out of New York, but you can't take the New York out of the girl. And I've been to places that I try my very best to be, even to the point that I'm I'm more properly dressed, as you see, this was not my idea. (laughs) But you know, they're going to have you. I said, and? I said, but you know. You gotta represent, I like okay. Just because you said I gotta represent Christ, but. and I know the places where God took me and the, the process by which I had to go through to get where I am to this point because it's non stop. God transforms us day by day as we yield to the Holy Spirit, the circumstances that come up in our lives. Because how many know that everything worketh for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose? And if he's our God, then he will lead us the way we would go. So the quicker you go around the mountain, the better you will be off. That was like improper grammar, but who cares? At this point I am me my name is Jenny Torres to serve you yeah. and any way I can serve you I am determined to go wherever God wants me to go I want to take a second and tell honey I love you thank you for releasing me you're such an awesome man of God you have the vision of God Thank you for covering me even when I didn't want to be covered. And teaching me how to truly submit to authority. I love you, baby. God bless you. Mwah. I know some of you guys aren't like, good. <laughs> but until we learn what true submission is, we won't submit under. We have a bad image, but we're not going to touch that yet. You we know. well, leave that alone for a second. We'll like. But let me tell you guys uno se goza when you know how to submit. I'm telling you, you're missing something big. I know some of you are like mm,
1: It's
0: all right. Gotta work. <laughs> Gotta work it out, believe me. He worked it out in me. It took me long enough, but I am so happy. I learned that I am so you don't understand. Some of you are getting itchy right now. Go feel it. <laughs> it's all right, babies. Be you because God is going to be Him in you. Okay? He knows how to do that. And so I greet you in the name of my church, Grace Community Church in Houston, Texas. The Spanish section somehow they know how to tap into wherever I'm at. So I have to be in my best behavior. ¿Quién se cree eso? Ni yo me lo creo. And uh, I I, I just greet my pastors, Jose Daniel and Joanny Martinez, and the apostles over the church, awesome people of God, who allowed me to be healed in this season. And now, you know, I'm ready to do whatever God wants me to do. The apostles of the, the church are awesome people of God. They are connected with God. I'm connected to a Spanish church. Don't ask me why and how. It was a God thing. Sometimes I don't understand because I'm in cultures, multicultures. They're not Puerto Ricans only and I have to ask, well, what does that mean? But I'm flowing better. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So le Mando saludos a mis apóstoles y mis hermanos que están allá en Houston, Texas. Dios los bendiga mucho. Me hacen falta. Los voy a ver pronto. Sigan orando por mí porque Dios es bueno y para siempre su misericordia. Men. So I don't know how they do, I just don't, because I'm not that savvy, you know. I know that you guys have been through the, the temperament tests and you know, I'm a, I'm a very high choleric. So I am not the sharpest tool in the shed, I know that. But I learned to welcome other men, I'm not. You can ask any of my daughters, who have tolerated. <laughs> like get up and hurry up, walk. It's the matter with you, mean. and but God has t- taught me by putting other people in my life, and I bless God for that. I thank God for Mickey, especially who has the wisdom of God, and she just looks at me and she, she, she nods her head, and, and she knows how to take me to places that I would never dare visit by myself. So I honor you today, my lovely daughter. You know, all of my sisters, please. I honor the elders of the house. Thank you for standing faithful, even though sometimes it's difficult and you want to give up. I've always finished. It's over. But you keep going and trusting the Lord. Because it's God who gives us and empowers us to do what we need to do. It's not about us. It's not how smart we are, what we lack and don't lack. God calls you, God anoints you, and God appoints you. God bless you. Amen? So I honor everyone in the house. And sometimes as people and human beings, we don't agree with too many things. But if you start looking at who you are and you identify who you are and you've taken these trainings of your temperament seriously, you realize there's a lot of stuff in you. you got to get over yourself. The bottom line is get over yourself. You know? Stop taking everything so personally. Don't wear your emotions in your sleeve, but allow God to mold you and build you because this is the season we're gonna take back everything that the devil stole from us. But it's up to you and I not to be so touchy. Because sometimes we're too touchy. We gotta say, okay, you know put yourself in check and say this is for the glory of God and if I follow the scripture I would know that I have to die daily my flesh has to die daily but if I don't identify what's in my flesh I don't know how to die so today I'm going to bring you some principles about how to die daily and how to respond to what God wants you to do and walk in the appointment in the anointing that God has given you because he's called you to walk and operate in that anointing, not in somebody else's anointing. Amen. So let us stand and pray just a minute because I want to lift up daddy. I know I'm older than him. You don't got to remind me. But he's still daddy. He is still the man of God who allowed me to come to this church and help him establish something and was patient enough with me and all my craziness to stand by me. And others may not have a good experience, others have bad experience, but remember, God is working it out in you and I. Amen? Because it's about the kingdom of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity that you have given me beyond anything. Father, I am so grateful because you have given me life to walk Lord God, in life in abundance to fulfill the things that you desire for me to do, I thank you for divine healing, divine strength, and disappointment in which I am so grateful. I lift up... Pastor Victor before you, my God, I pray that you touch his back in the name of Jesus, that you bring total recovery, my God, that this would not affect them further because there is a mission, an appointment that he must fulfill, so we cancel every work of the enemy that would try to bring him down and cause him to ache and not function in the position in which you've called him to stand. I pray for divine healing to cover his body right now in Jesus' name, and Lord God, lift up the mighty man and woman of God, that they will continue to fulfill their destiny in you with the church you have assigned them to pastor. In Jesus' name, and as I, Lord God, deliver your word, let the word fall in good ground and produce good fruit in the name of Jesus. Amen. You can be seated a minute if you can. Now, see, I, I, I start off with my best behavior, but then I don't know what happens. Because I I can't be anything. I've tried, you know. I is 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 Minister Lewis. I've tried, but I can't. You know, it's like I'm fitting. It's putting like a a a a a square peg in a round hole. You it doesn't fit. And I gotta. My oh, God, this is uncomfortable. I can't do this. I I can't. I try, and people tell me. But I said I can't. Well, why? Why should I be anything else but what God has called me to be? You know, he's able to transform me and change me. So why should I be what you want me to be? You know, as long as I walk in the fruit of the Spirit and love and forgiveness... And reach out and touch those that people don't want to touch and reach because I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to reach those who have been hurt and bruised in the church and have not been able to reconcile with God. I don't care where I got to go. And if it's for one life, I will go because I believe that God wants to restore those who have been hurting and bring them back so they can be strong in the Lord and continue the walk of God because there's too many injured sheep out there and we need to do something about it. We can't be comfortable the where we are anymore we can't just come to church and say glory hallelujah and be religious we need to look for those that need to be reestablished in the kingdom we need to hear their cry and say i am able to help you trust in the lord because i'm i know where you've been i know how you hurt i know the things you go through but god is able to lift you up And you have to pray over your mind and come against religious mindsets and think that God operates in one way, and another way, and another way. God will do what he does whenever he wants to do it. When he sent Moses to build the tabernacle, he gave him specific instructions. The tabernacle had to be built a certain way. It had to be done a certain way. And when God approved, the glory of God came. But then came a man of God called David. Where everything that was established by God was destroyed by evil and sin. And the only thing that remained was the Ark of the Covenant. Are you listening to me? Which represents the presence of God. Represents the glory of God. Represents, oh my God, God's holiness and righteousness and truth. And everything was established. Nobody was able to touch the tabernacle or the the Ark of the Covenant. No, you touched it, you weren't right, you died. But here comes this man that God called. Put this ark in a covenant, of the the covenant in a tent, and was able to go in and out and worship when he wasn't even called to be a priest. Doesn't that seem out of order to you? Doesn't that seem like it's ridiculous? Why would God establish an order and then change it? Because God does what he wants to do when he wants to do it with whom he wants to do it with. And we may have a certain standard, but God is calling people from the highways and the byways to come into his presence. And you that have not wanted to change, and I speak in general, but if it hurts, say ouch. And you that have not been able to change. God wants to lift those that have been drug addicts, that have been prostitutes, those that have been in despair and destituted and bring them back to the house of the Lord and lift them up and they will be able to prophesy and walk in the glory of God. And meanwhile, you're going to stay sitting down because you don't want to change. For too long, we've been at each other. We're fighting the wrong enemy. We shouldn't be fighting each other. Do we understand or we don't understand how the enemy begins to strategize against us and we just go with the flow? It's time that we raise up a banner of righteousness and say, I will not speak evil against my sister. I will not speak evil against my brother. He made a mistake. I will cover him in prayer. I will not allow you to come and talk to me about him. I know you're offended. I know you're hurt, but be silent. Pray to the Lord because God can lift up your heart. God can heal you. But while you speak about it, that's called what? What does it call? You know, when you rehearse an offense, it's called bitterness. Oh my God, this is not where I was going, but hey, bless the Lord. And while you keep rehearsing that which hurts you so much, you create a root of bitterness in your life that begins to clutter the flow of the Holy Spirit. And you don't, you think, like, wow, I'm not speaking tongues like I used to. I'm not praying like I used to. I don't feel God like I used to. Because you've allowed the enemy to come in and whisper in your ear. And you say, yes, that's right. Instead say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, the word of God says, submit to God. First it says, Submit to God, resist the devil, and then he will flee from you. And I haven't even gotten in my topic about the anointing. We have to learn, people. This is the season. I'm not telling you anything I have not lived through. I cannot be a minister to preach this just to preach this, and I haven't lived it. I've lived it. I've lived rejection. You hear me? I've gone to places where nobody knows me and nobody wants to receive me. I gone in places where I say, I wanna help. No, you're not good enough for me. I've been in places where people have said, you are a false prophet. I've been in places where they turned their back on me and told me I was no good. I've been crying. I got sick. Everything happened to me. But God say, I saved you for a time like this. Get up. Keep walking because you are appointed to rescue those that are hurting. You know what it is to hurt. You know what it is to be rejected. Go out there and get them. And somehow, something happens to us where we don't understand anymore what God is doing. It's not about your position, it's not about your title. It's about how you can humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and He will exalt you in due season. It's about Him being glorified in you. It's about Him moving through you. It's about you letting Him be who He is in your life, because when you surrender all, then you will see the glory of God. And when I see the glory of God, lift up a soul. I am so, so blessed. I can't help but cry, and I say, God, this is magnificent in my eyes because it's about your power. I'm only your conduit. And my God, when I release your power, when I allow you to use me, I see the glory of God. Hallelujah. But it's a process. You've got to die to self because the heart can be very deceitful. Remember, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds, taking every argument or every high thing, mm? every thought that comes in That's why you got to know the word of God. You got to know that you know that you know. When that thing comes up, you got to say no because the word of God says Then you can bring down those imaginations that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God and bring them to the obedience of Christ when your obedience is fulfilled, meaning when you walk in the word of God and you practice the word of God. It doesn't matter how much you know or how little you know, but walk in the knowledge that you have. You have the victory because God will not allow you to be tempted more than you can. In your sphere of influence and in your knowledge, He will always give you the victory. Because we, we serve a victorious God. He will never leave us or forsake us. It's His promise. And so, if I still operate a little in the flesh, forgive me. Get over it. Love me through the process. Because He's working in you too. You may not see it as sharply as you see me because it's, because you're looking at me and not yourself. You're not seeing. You don't know how hard it is when you grow up in the projects, well, maybe a few of you do. And you have somebody up in your face and you say what? Come on, I dare you. Double dare you. come on.
1: Because
0: you grew up in that environment. So imagine a pregnant woman fighting another pregnant woman. I was there, girlfriend, come on. I looked like the most ridiculous thing in the face of the earth. But I smacked her, her husband, and wanted to hit her kids too because I thought I was all that. Now tell me, wasn't there,
1: imagine,
0: <laughs> I got to be visual, imagine, I will smack you so hard. <laughs> it is the most, it's the most pathetic thing you can see in the street. Think about it. And I was like so proud of myself, I knew she wasn't going to hit me. Walking <laughs> away with my belly, walking away with my belly. That is, that is so that, What. What was that? <laughs> What was that? It was more than ghetto, sister. <laughs> Walking around with my big belly thinking I was all that. If that man would have hit me back, forget about it. <laughs> Smacked them and thought I was all that. No, I wasn't. I was deceived. I was in bondage. And it took me many years to get to know that those are not my weapons. You see? Because they try to creep up once in a while. You know? Like when my husband says, you got to submit. What? (laughs) The body has to submit to each other before I can submit to you. (laughs) He tells me, oh, woman of God. And I'm getting mad instead of repenting before. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because the flesh... Que linda. Que linda. And I'm prophesying. <laughs> but God teaches us, you know? It's a process. Just let yourself be processed. Aren't you tired of going around the same mountain? I know every landmark there is every time I go through a situation. Oh, I've been here before. But I haven't learned through the experience. So God allows me to go through, over and out into, you know. But don't be ashamed. Because God is just preparing you. And the harder you go through, and the harder it is for you to release, God knows where he brought you from. He sees the end from the beginning. And he is not ashamed of you. There is no shame in God. Don't allow the enemy to try to bring shame and discomfort just because you blew it today, yesterday, ten minutes ago or two minutes ago. Just learn how to repent and learn how to say I'm sorry. Because I know some of you, some of you are not a piece of cake. Don't even think it. (laughs) But neither was I. Amen. And so because I could see the... (laughs) The plank that was in my eye, I could see better the speck that's in my brother's eye. You guys are, are hearing me? I want you, I want to be as comfortable as there is because God wants to teach you something very specific today. And the scriptures that I'm going to be referring to, please write them down later on. You can study them. It's found in Ephesians chapter 4. Starting in, first, in verse 11. Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 4 to 11. First of Corinthians, yes ma'am. And Romans 12 from 3 to 8. And I want to speak about the two different aspects of anointing but I also want to speak about when God anoints someone, the way you need to walk before God because that anointing, instead of being a blessing, can become a curse in your life. It can. I'm gonna read some scripture to you now and I'm gonna show you what I'm referring to. Let's go to Ezekiel first. Just going to read a few scriptures from there. Ezekiel twenty eight. There is a principle here in the Bible which if anybody has studied on hermeneutics, there are certain principles and rules rules that we use to interpret scripture. And in, in this case, it's talking about the comparison and contracts principle, where some of these things are have a, it seems like it has a double meaning. It seems like uh, the prophecy is being directed to a certain king, but there is something behind that that God is speaking to. So we call that the double principle one of the double principles it it doesn't I don't know what type of hermeneutics you've taken or what book you've studied basically they're all the same but when we talk about certain principles in the Word of God we have to know what we're reading to whom it was written for the time it was written for and then compare it with other scripture before we bring a clear interpretation of what it is there are also other biblical sciences that we can use to Uh, describe the Word of God. We have to to understand that we're called to have understanding of what the Word says. And not everybody is that type of a student. But I want to tell you this, you have the Holy Spirit who will give you understanding. Never feel less than because you can't understand certain things. And don't think that you don't have the capacity to learn because as long as you can think, you can be taught. Don't feel ashamed in the area that you're in because God has called you to do what others may not be able to do he's appointed to a place where you probably thought that you were not smart enough and good enough to do it but still God called you to that place and in that place you're standing but sometimes the enemy uses that to make us feel bad about ourselves and so we begin to cover up those areas because we're embarrassed and instead of letting it be exposed so that you bring it to the light and nobody could point the finger we cover it and here comes the enemy and saying you're hiding it in darkness now I'm going to use it against you. Learn. Let us be learned people and know how the enemy operates within the body of Christ to trick us into thinking and believing lies. We don't belong to him. He's a father of lies. He's been like that from the beginning. I'm going to read the scripture pertaining to him and God says this in verse... I'm going to start from... Verse 14, because I don't want to elaborate on it, if you have any questions, read it. You have ministers here who teach the word of God, ask them about it. I'm on Facebook, but please, everything you do in order, ask your ministers. I am just a person that's coming to deposit a word. If you're not sure, ask the ministers who train you. They are here for that. I don't believe in groupies. I don't, want a group, I don't want people following me just because. I want to go and do the work of the Lord and then do whatever God wants and just continue because the one that's supposed to be glorified here is Christ, not me. So you know what? I want a God in my heart. I don't want groupies. I don't want followers. You can ask me the question, of course. I'll be willing, but I'm going to refer you back to your leaders Amen. because that's the proper order. You're not supposed to be following me around. You don't know my life day-to-day basis. You have to follow your leaders. It says look at your leaders, look at the demonstration of faith, and follow their faith. You know, be careful who you search after because you think that they, wow, you don't know their life. They're good, don't get me wrong, they're good teachers and preachers out there. I watch them all the time. I got the word channel, the church channel, and enlace. I got every channel there is. Spanish, English, Portuguese, whatever language. I don't understand it, but if they're praising God, I'm like, yes, Lord, because I'm crazy that way. I could understand when they say Jesus in another language. And the cable box give me interpretation, hello. I'm a little bit advanced, not that much. I'm hungry for God. Are you hungry? So let us understand that we have to follow our leaders. And say, Jenny, you're still all over the place. Yes, that's me, but bless the Lord. I'll bring you back to the point. Amen. 2814, you were anointed as a guardian cherub. For so I anointed you. You were on the holy mount of God. You walked among the fiery stones. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created till wickedness was found in you. It's interesting because the verse begins to say, you were anointed. You were anointed. You were created. Anointed. In other words, God placed in Lucifer everything he needed to do to be what he needed to be. He was anointed. He carried an anointing. He carried an authority. He carried something that was seen by the other angels that other angels did not have. Because Lucifer had a rank. Yes, I'm exposing your lie in the name of Jesus. And he had a rank. He knew one day he said, "My God, mm-hmm, I could do this. I could I could even be God. Cuz I am anointed. You may have be anointed, but you're not appointed into that position. You better stay in your position." I'm sorry, Elda, I I submit to your authority, I just can't help it, I'm just... (laughs) Go for it. Whenever the leaders of the House want to be quiet, I know how to give back the mic. See, because I'm appointed to do a certain thing, I submit under authority, I know how to do that. I know how to give up a mic to someone that just took it out of my hands, I couldn't understand why, but I laughed, I said, okay. It didn't affect me, you know why? Because I've been processed already. Probably two years ago, I would have been going, <laughs> <sighs> thing. Didn't he know I had a word? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you gotta laugh at yourself, okay? <laughs> I would have it and I just say, I sat down. And God gave me wisdom later to handle the situation. The poor man did not understand certain principles. Who am I to? You know? Did I feel ashamed? No, I found it fanta- I found it hysterically funny. And I had to compose myself because if I were "That's sort a of racist, don't, don't worry about it. You good. I don't feel bad because that happens to me all the time. And the man, he just, you know, he did that. And, and I just, like, it, w- it was funny. Later on, God gave me wisdom, and God exposed what it was. But I let the Holy Spirit expose it. I can't expose it. You know, if God allows you to go through different processes, let God process you, please, women and men of God. Anyway, he was anointed. He was anointed to stand in his position until he thought that he was able to move out of the position that God gave him, and he tried another position that he was not called to be. He said, I will arise to the very throne of God. God did not call him to stand in that position. You and I must realize that whatever God has deposited in us is for us to function in that area. There is no one greater or lesser in the kingdom of God. We have our deposit to walk as God has called us. Don't think because you don't think as the world thinks. The world thinks the more I advance, the bigger I am, the more I will have. That's a worldly concept. We are not of this world. So we should not walk as the world walks. It is not about promotion. It's about humility, humbling yourself before God so that his glory may be manifest. That's why when you see something bad, you that are prophetic... Take take my advice. You will see a lot of things, but pray. Don't complain. Once it gets started, it sins. Try to just, you know, try your best. I know, it, I had to, sister, I had to work at it. Oh, my God, it was horrible. And every time I caught myself running away, I said, oh, my God, I did it again. And I had to work. I had to train my mouth to be quiet. And so people who know me more closely, when I go... What I'm trying to do is bite my tongue so I will not, you know, because it went, I don't even think it passed my brain. No, that's not true. It didn't even pass my brain. It just came out of my mouth because I was operating in the principle of the flesh and not the spirit because God has not given me that type of spirit. He's given me a spirit of power, of love, a sound mind, and I should have self-control. It, but it takes practice. It does. So those of you who call yourself mature, be patient with those who are not mature yet. Stop hitting them over the head. Love them through the process. Love them. Show them. Give them examples of who you are. Now Lucifer raises himself up and believes he can walk in a time, in a place where God didn't call him. And what did God do? Stricken him out. And from that day forward, he still believes that he is able to take over. He still believes that he's able to take over. Don't get it twisted, okay? Don't get it twisted. God has given us authority. But don't get into an area that you cannot handle. You have to know what you're doing. Okay? You can't just go in, I'll rebuke him. You don't know how he operates. You may think he's coming at the front and he's coming behind you. He's already set in situations to make you even break up with your mate, fight with your mate, have some touch your finances, do whatever he can and he goes before the Lord and he says, just let me touch him. If You're not ready to confront certain things. Don't, don't, don't go. If you feel that you are under attack, ask for prayer. Let me tell you something this morning since I got here, God has had me an apostle of prayer, not because I'm holy. okay? He just has me praying. I can't sleep, I pray. That's all God has me doing, praying for this season. He's just called me to do that. And I've been praying and praying and praying and praying. And I thank God that I am willing to yield to the Holy Spirit because I have to be willing to yield to pray. And this morning, I prayed. I got home very late because I've been having Holy Ghost party all over, and I forget who I say yes to and who I say no to. I don't have an armor bearer, and I don't have an armor bearer because I need, you know, I want to show off. I don't even know how to keep a calendar. Ask some of the ladies. I'm a mess. Sheila's smiling back there. She thinks she's cute. I saw you smiling and grinning like, I know. Forgive me like I love you, Sheila. Because that, that's, I can't help it. Some of you people think that I am so organized. Don't even, don't, be, don't, don't, be, don't believe the lie. I have to study, write everything down so I won't forget the points. I do that because I need to, um, it's just not there. People say, but you were so organized. Yes, I had to be. I was in ministry. And I, <laughs> if I'm not organized, Mickey, am I speaking truth? and so we have to know where god calls us to be you know and i know that i'm appointed and anointed to do certain things i can't do other things i have to allow people in my life to help me be what i'm supposed to be if i don't allow them then how can we function as a body come on this is body the body of the lord jesus christ Brother Julio stands here and you you may be thinking that he goes again, callate la boca. Because God is even hearing your thoughts, (laughs) (laughs) ha-ha. So when it comes, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Because he is anointed to do what he does. Amen. Amen. You got a problem, take it up with God. If you feel that he's lacking, Julio, you're my son. I can, I could, I could do this with you. you know? if you feel that he's been too rough, or he de- pray for the man. But don't pray like this, Lord. You know what he did to me today, Father. Convict him of his sin. <laughs> That's not intercession. I'm sorry. That's you wanting to get back and spiritualize it. (laughs) Can I be myself with you guys? You know, you're trying to spiritualize a prayer and it's all flesh, it's all you. You pray for him and you say, Father, I thank you. I thank you that brother Julio is who he is. And Father, I thank you that he is able to stand watch so many years. Father, I pray that in any way, shape, or form, if I offended him or said something, and you probably, and the Holy Ghost is good to remind you in that moment, don't go shakayate, listen. Father, please help me to make his job easier. You see, that's loving the body of Christ. And some of you is like, "Mm mm-hmm, I don't think so. Well, you know, I let God process you. Because you can either hear me or get processed, whatever you prefer. <laughs> you know, because I've been, I where you have been? I've been, and like I, mm-hmm. and sometimes I, I feel that I do the same thing. And then I said, Jenny, you should know better. You know what I mean? Know better. Just. Just know better because it, it's it's when you, we listen and we obey, it's good. But when we listen and we half obey and we go through the process because God wants to make us the best we can be, then we ay 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 ay. Iquando hay bien, we blame everybody else but ourselves first. That is our nature. Can I be real? I've been there, done that, and probably be there many more times. And so you pray for the man and you say, God, just give him understanding and wisdom. Reveal Jesus in his life. Thank you, Father, because only you know his heart. Lord, whatever the situation may be in his job, and his family, whatever's going on Father, I pray for him right now Lord, send your ministering angels around him to bless him and keep him, lift him up Lord God give him peace in his heart let his mind rest my God when he's at the job, when he's at home that he will be able to release ministry for a time and be able to walk in peace and walk according to what you've called him to be Father, he needs you, he He's been doing this for so long, and he may find himself weary, and though he may not complain, this may be just a manifestation of a weariness that's inside of him, but Father, lift him up. Father, just bless him. Show him how much we truly appreciate him. Show him how much we truly love him. Show him how much we want him to succeed. Father, please take care of my brother. Don't let him take a step outside of your plan purposes don't let him fall lord god by all this that he's been strained with father keep his heart keep his mind keep him in all his ways and allow the spirit of god to lift up a spirit of intercession for your brother you see that's how god wants us to operate we have to mature we can no longer be children we have to mature because only God knows his heart, and only God knows what he's going through. And Holy God wants you to know that he has seen your heart. I'm even afraid to tell you this because there's going to be promotion, but you know that with promotion there's more responsibility, right? I'm sorry to be the deliverer of this news. But he's going to promote you. But he's also healing the deep places in your heart that only he knows. Because you've been hurting for a long time. And nobody has seen the pain and the anguish that you've got. But you have stand guard and you have not released that which was entrusted in you. And you know what that tells the Father? When any time the devil has tried to accuse you in front of God, God said, that's my son. He stands his watch, and he does not let go. He belongs to me, and you cannot have him. He has my seal, and he has my approval, and that's what God wants you to know today. You are approved by God. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless God. Thank you. See? So the enemy comes in, and he tries to do certain things. And it's like I told you, I had been praying and praying and praying and praying. And this morning, as I came home late, because I was hanging out, of course, the godly women, we had such an awesome time. Then I forgot on Friday, I had told yes to Anna, forgive me, Anna. But then somebody else called me, and I forgot about you guys. Forgive me, please, forgive me. What you need to do is just go pick me up early, and I'll go with you because I'm terrible. I have a, te digo que malo. Forgive me. I didn't mean to not be with you. Is that I? You know, I'm not only a cleric. I'm a sanguino. Quiero <laughs> wherever there's God I want to be, wherever there's women I want to fellowship, I'm just, you know. And I forget. I really, honestly, I forget. I even forget to put it down in my calendar. That's how bad I am. I, come on, that's a little bit pathetic, but that's me. And so we have to keep fighting this battle. And as I was praying this morning, okay. now mind you, God has taken me to different places that have never stepped in before because this is the time with God wants to do what he wants to do with me. And God has given me favor because you have to have the favor of God to go to some of the places that he wants you to be. You can't just step in when you want to step in. It's when God appoints the time for you to step in. And you are anointed. But remember, David was anointed three times. Am I correct, Brother Lewis? At different times and different moments. Until he reached the position in which God had called him to be. Now, I was praying this morning, and I'm going to tell those that are watching remember that the weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God because we don't war against people. We war against principalities and powers and wickedness and high places, things that are hidden to the natural eye that we don't understand. And if we don't know how to put the full armor of God and be able to fight a good warfare, then we're going to lose because we have to have our minds renovated every day. We have to have our minds in the mind of Christ we have to put on the armor of God we have to put on light we have to put on newness every single day this is not a time to just say I'm not going to do it this day this day you have to determine and say I am going to walk according to the word of God Holy Spirit keep me keep me this day and as I was praying this morning let me tell you something I was in the congregation wasn't here it was someplace else and a woman walked in and opened the door. And I'm just in between that place of sleeping and awake. I believe in prophetic dreams because I'm a prophet. I can't believe something halfway. I have to believe it all the way or don't believe it at all. Because God does peculiar things with his people. We just don't know how God is moving. And so we, we quickly say, that's not God. Shut up, be quiet, let me be God. Even if you don't understand it, pray. Because God is able to shut the mouth of the liar. Pray. And as I am sleeping, this person walks in, very religious person, and I look, but I'm speaking, and I look, I look towards this person, and i just like, hmm, didn't sit right. But then in a moment's time, all of a sudden I see this long sword in my hand, and I'm dragging you know how it makes noise I felt like a samurai there for a moment (laughs) and I'm dragging it and I see it and it sees me and now I am not seeing it physically but I'm seeing I'm sensing its presence and I come around it and I cut off his head and I woke up I get dressed come to the congregation the moment I kneel down to worship God my nose started to bleed and bleed And bleed, and I'm trying to pick up without making a disturbance in the congregation. You know, the preacher's here, she's bleeding through her nose. What's the problem? A distraction. You see, the enemy knows how to distract. And I'm like, I'm bleeding. What's going on? Thank God for the usher ministry here. Thank God for Natalie that knows how to move in the spirit. I wouldn't like Natalie, give me tissues. She kept worshiping, gave me the tissues. Look at that. That's, you don't think that's God? No disturbance. The Spirit of God is going to keep moving. And then the ushers came, took me to the back. My sister, my beautiful sister. She's been with me even when I got very sick that time. And I thank you for being by my side. when I did I go to the back. And I'm, now I get angry i like, I bind you, Jesus. I bind the, the devil and everything that's trying to come against me. Jesus, you call me to preach this day. I'm standing here. I'm not going to bleed any longer. I'm not receiving this in the name of Jesus because I'm not sick. I am healed. Amen. You don't know. I was like trying to like... I hope I didn't stain the carpet Jesus. Me and I'm trying to catch it and it's all over my head. I'm like, oh my God. For the people not to see because people, there's people that see blood and they get. We cannot lose what God is doing just because something is happening. You understand? And you may say, well, it could have been a natural. Yeah, it could have been natural. But why did it have to be natural when I was on my knees worshiping God? Come on. How natural is that? I don't accept that as natural. For me, that's not natural. That's interrupting what I'm doing. Do you understand how we have to understand certain things, certain principles, and certain attacks? You know? Yeah, it could have happened naturally, man. Yeah, it could have. Not at that time. Why didn't it happen when I was home or in the taxi? Why when I got on my knees, I just went and started. Why? I wasn't having no nosebleeds. Are you guys following what I'm saying? But I immediately took control of that like, no, 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 no. I didn't get up early in the morning and pray for nothing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: If
0: you understand, I mean, I'm making a joke out of it, but I know that I have to protect myself. I have to pray. I have to be in the face of God because I know that in the flesh, lies no good thing. And I know that the spirit is always against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit. And I know that I have to put things to death every single day of my life because, you know, they're there. They want to kick up every time, you know. They want to take me back to the projects. We're all up. That's not the way I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be walking in kingdom principles because I'm an ambassador for Christ here. I don't belong to this world. If I got to get angry, I get angry with the adversary, not with my brother and my sister. I'm going to love the loveless. I'm going to, they want to scream at me, okay, it's fine. I have to be mature enough to take an attack and love the person to the process. How can I say that God sent me to places to restore the brokenhearted if I can't even stand someone screaming at me? Somebody talking down at me, I can't take it? So what about I have to restore a person and I represent Christ and someone in the leadership heard them and everybody knows me by Elder Jenny as if that was my first name. I even forget and say my name is Elder Jenny, que disparate Lord Jesus. How am I then going to minister to somebody when they're all in my face angry? I have to be patient enough to take their screaming and ask the Holy Spirit, this is not towards me, Lord, show me what it is, and be able to bring them back in alignment. But if I'm not demonstrating the fruit of the Spirit and the love of God, and I'm going to fight with them and say, no, man, you're wrong, what's the matter with you? No, 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 I have to be loved. I did not say that. What is wrong? Be gentle. What's wrong? Why are you reacting that way to them? Do you know the meaning of that word? Let's go to the meaning of that word. Why did it upset you? At the same time I'm praying and the Holy Spirit is big enough and strong enough and intelligent enough to bring that person back to a place of peace and begin to work at them so they can say, Oh my God. So that that thing that was hiding, you know, that fortress because it started by something that was said to somebody. And that develop a pain, a thorn in them. Let me tell you how strongholds are built in people's lives. It starts by an idea or a suggestion that may come from someone else to speak it to someone else's life. That's why you got to watch the words that come out of your mouth towards people. Okay? And you say something to that person that you think it's God, or you think that person needs to be strengthened, s- strengthened out. Or maybe you got upset at somebody. Let's just see it. Okay? And if you're one of a certain temperament, you are very wise on how to upset a person. You may not be in their face, but you say something subtle that you know is gonna bother them. Okay? And you go and you say, Good morning, how are you? Are you fine? Yeah. What's the matter? Your hair is thinning. <laughs> By the way, let me tell you, this is a man of God. You are as handsome as the day you first walked into Calvary. Amen. And strong. Look at that handshake. <laughs> okay. Oh you say something that you just don't like about because you just you're just like that. She's not matching. So what? Do you understand the things that we may say, our own perks, or say something, and you say it, and that thing bothers the person, and that person has to do certain things to cover up. Is a sting. And then an idea comes in. A suggestion is said, an idea begins, I gotta wear about ten girdles just to get rid of my belly because they said it was too big. Do, Do you understand what I'm saying? or I have to take a crash diet. Things begin to formulate in our minds, and we begin to make unhealthy choices. Okay, so this ideas develop, becomes a pattern, okay? becomes a pattern of life, a way of life. And now, if someone wants to tell you, you know, you went on a diet and you lost 100 pounds, you don't need to lose anymore, no, I'm too fat still. Why? Because you developed a fortress, because that little thing stinged your heart. Now you develop a defense again. You don't let nobody touch it because it hurts, but you don't allow it to be taken out. You following me? And so we defend. That's when it says we have to pull down. Because that idea did not come from God, you need to release whoever did that to you, and you need to know that you are fearfully wonderfully made if you weigh 10 pounds, 100 pounds, 30 pounds, 300 pounds, or you are gloriously, abundantly blessed like me.
1: Because <laughs> I don't
0: have an issue. And Mike does not have an issue. Hi, Papi, I miss you. (laughs) And he'll wake up every morning, my breath stinky. Forgive me, those who are watching. I brush my teeth, believe me. And he'll tell me, You are so beautiful. I still remember the first day I met you. Come on, this is 23 years ago. Oh, then I I get a little step in my walk, you know. And then when he makes me upset, like he will do when I get back home, <laughs> I remember what he tells me. That this is the man that loves me, and the good and the bad and the ugly. So when anytime the enemy wants to put him in my mind, leave him, you better off without him. I'm like, no. Why? He's my covering. That's when the word submission came in. The Lord taught me something very 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 interesting. Write it down ladies and gentlemen because this goes for you too. The Lord taught me what does it mean to submit? And I'm like, yeah, you want to submit is just go under something, right? Because God is very simple in teaching me things because he can't use big words with me. It doesn't work. Maybe to some of you, it works. To me, it's got to be little words, all right? All right, so I want to... As far as I remember, because a veces me hago la loca, you know, like I don't understand what God is telling me. I know he's taking me to a point, but there's still a little bit of stubbornness left there, you know. I did not want to give up. I still wanted to be in control. And the Lord began to speak to me about what it is to be submissive. And the Lord says... Let me show you something. And he showed me his hand. And he showed me, when you come under, when you come under my word, that means you come under the shadow of the Most High. That means you come under protection. Okay? You come under protection. And that means you come under my word and you obey it. When you disobey, you leave that protection. And that's where the enemy can come in and begin to attack you because you're no longer under my protection. So when your husband, who is supposed to be your head, who is supposed to be your domestic covering, even though he may not be 100% right, but that's not your problem. Your problem is to pray for him and let the spirit of God convict him, because you're not God. Amen. I'm saying it with a smile, ladies, because I had to chuck it down too. Hey, <laughs> mwah. He said, when I come out of that protection because I don't like the way he said it to me, I don't like how he expressed it to me, mind you, I was abused at a very early age. So there's still some trinkles there that I have to need to work with, you know. I don't like someone to talk rough to me. But my husband has a rough character. I married him, didn't I chose him? So what's my problem? I must have liked something about it. I love my husband because, as rough as he is, he can be that tender. He comes home with the biggest surprises. Oh my God, melts my heart. He goes buy me little stuff, little jewelry, you know, like this here. He'll come home with, and, and I like, ay papi, porque él es detallista. You know, he is with the details comes home and melts me like butter. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be 23 years, mamacita, 23 years, bless the Lord. Amen. So when I come under his covering, though I may not agree with everything he says because he's looking at something from another perspective. He is anointed to be my covering according to the word of God because I received them as my covering. Can anybody say amen? amen? If you can't say amen, say, ay, Dios mío, yo te cojo ahorita. No, you're not. I'm going to run from you. So when I come under that covering, not only does he cover me this way, but anything that wants to attack me this way, because I am the fragile vessel, okay, it protects me. My husband knows how to protect. He protect. Let me tell you, he will hit somebody for me. I know it because I've seen him in action. I said, "Papi, get there." I said, "Get this guy!" Didn't you see how he looked at you? I said, "No, honey, settle down." No, 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 no. Nobody looks at my wife that way. And I, got, I go, I go, I Papi. No, I go ahead, baby.
1: <laughs>
0: so while he's covering me and I respect him, and I submit under him, though I may not agree with him 100%, I have to go pray for him and let God work with him because God knows how to bring him to a place of repentance. It's not my job to bring him to a place of repentance. It's the Holy Spirit's job. He made a mistake. He made bad decisions. That's between him and God. As I pray for him, God will cover him because I respected what he said. Now, I'm not telling you to be beat up. If you're in a relationship... You know, think about, don't get beat up. That's not what I'm calling you to do. But I'm calling you to learn how to remain silent and not argue. If it's not a good situation, walk out of it, but don't argue. Because we women know how to argue. We say it 101 in different ways. Like if they didn't understand it, I'm not gonna go there. Like if you guys don't have no brains to understand it the first time. We have to dissect it, place it different ways and, because that's how we relate to each other. Women relate to each other. But men don't operate that way. So we, And then they say, like, I heard you the first time, and then they get angry, like, why are you getting angry at me? I knew you was going to do that. It's that you don't listen. No, it's that you're repeating it too much. Take your time and say, papito lindo, venga acá, chulito de mi vida. <laughs> it's hard for some of us to do that, right? It was hard for me. You know, what about this? And I'll get him to the place where he will answer me nicely. You know, when he tells me, do this, and I'm like... "Mm." I do it, because that's what he's requesting of me that time. If he begins to fight with me and tell me that I was wrong, I will say, honey, why are you blaming this on me? In a soft... But I already developed that relationship. You you feeling me? I'm not fighting back. So if I come... Out of that covering, then I step into his covering. I'm stepping into an anointing that I wasn't called to be in. He is anointed to be a husband. I'm anointed to be a wife, women of God. Stop getting it twisted. There's not too many I mean, that's okay. You're not gonna beat me up because I got Julio here. I got Elder Ross here. I'm just telling you what I lived through and it took me years to get to this point. But I'm so happy I responded. And there's not a lot of times that I wanna say yes to him. But there's a lot of times when I know I need to be quiet in order to keep the peace. Because the Bible tells me, wives, respect your husband. And husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. So if he's lacking that, then pray over him. You know, in life, we make bad choices. But you know what I thank God for? That God is a God of second opportunities. That though we fail at one thing, God gives us another opportunity to live our lives right. You know, don't feel guilty because you got a divorce because you had to. I don't know your circumstances. You know, I don't know your circumstances, but I know that you don't want to go into another relationship with the same old stuff. You know what I mean? You want to be renewed and you want, you don't want to, every time something reminds you, because we're creatures that if anything reminds us, our memory is funny. When it triggers something that is in the subconscious, the reaction comes out, but not the memory. And so we act all stinky without realizing why we act stinky. So we have to allow God to heal us, amen? Just just a bit. Now there's another anointing that expresses it in Isaiah chapter 61 where Jesus said, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captive and release from darkness from the prisoner to proclaim the years of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion. To bestow on them a crown crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of the spirit of despair. Mm, I'm just gonna leave it up to there. You see, anointed, God has anointed us to do a specific work and so the anointing is in you but there comes a time my sister where you have to give account for that anointing that was in you and how you use your authority did you use it for good or did you use it for evil how is that because you're anointed Why do you think there are so many ministers out there that use their anointing to captivate an audience that's so desperate for God that they have a bunch of people following them and giving them amounts of money and people are not even tithing in their church? Yes, I'm going to speak on it, not tithing in their church because they got a hold of that anointing and I'm not saying everybody's like this. But a man of God and a woman of God, if they have a ministry, they have to trust that God is going to lead them and be able to supply their needs. If you feel touched by God to send an offering, then you do it. But don't be sending your tithes to anybody else but the storehouse here. Know what you're doing because sometimes we do things and we, 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 we behave unkindly. It is not your business to know. Where the money is spent, you are being obedient. See, sometimes we just allow the enemy to come into our minds and take control of what the money is happening. Is that, you know what? Those who handle the money are going to have to be accountable for what they do with the money. You be accountable to give what you need to give because you want the windows of heaven to be open on your house.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Stop questioning. You know, give it. Give it to the Lord. And if God doesn't want you in a place, then leave. But please, don't be a stumbling block. I say it with all respect. I'm not saying it being proud. I'm not saying it pointing a finger. I'm not saying it. We're trying to stir up anything. But please, if you cannot submit to this house, do not be a stumbling block for its blessing. Because God wants to take this church to a new level. And waiting for you to mature and come into your maturity. You're delaying the process of what God wants to do. Because God wants to bring you into this plan. And while you're delaying and saying it's not going to happen. You're, being a, you're blocking the blessing. If you cannot be here because you cannot agree. There are other churches out there. Go! Be happy. Be released. But don't be a stumbling block to what God wants to do in this season. Because this is the year that God wants to release Calvary into a new dimension of holiness a new dimension of spiritual growth, a new dimension of what God wants to do, the moving of the Holy Spirit, the gifting of God. God's going to bring people here that are brand new. You're going to hear them speaking in tongues and moving in the Spirit. And you that are mature, teach them how to move in the Spirit. Don't criticize them. Let them be what God called them to be. Don't get in their way. Don't say that's not the way. Just say, wow, God is using you. Can we go over certain scriptures? Don't criticize. Shut your mouth. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We're too quick with the tongue, you know, because we think, you know what I think? I don't know nothing. So many years serving the Lord, I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. All I know is that He saved me. That's all I know. And whatever wisdom he gives me is to pour out to others. I just want to be poured out to others before I leave this earth. That's all I want. I don't want nothing else. I just want Jesus to be glorified. And I want my heart to be in the right place. 58, I'll be 60 in two years. Yeah, I know looking good. But
1: yes, yes. yes. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. you don't know what I've been through. Amen. You have no idea how I had to scream in a pillow and say, God, come for me, because there was nobody to comfort. me. You don't know. What it is to walk with people that know you, walk with people who don't know you, that strike you down because they can't trust you, because they have suspiciousness in them instead of the Holy Spirit. And you still got to love them and forgive them and lift them up in prayer and say, God, please bless them. Do not hold this against them. Please forgive them and make them the best they can be. I didn't think like this always. And I didn't pray like this always. It took the process. The dying to self. Taken to the cross. Crucified with Christ. In order for the best of Christ to be in me. And if I have to do it over again, I hope I'm not so slow next time. It sounds funny, right? But it's true. I hope that I can respond quicker and say, let your will be done. Let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Because Jesus, in the days of his flesh, prayed with vehement prayers to the one that was able to deliver him from death and was heard because of his godly faith. And He was the Son of God. He was God incarnated. And if He cried when He had to go to the cross and obeyed the punishment that was supposed to be on us, go on Him. Who am I not to obey when the punishment of someone else is drawn to me? Because God knows I can take it. Because I want God to be glorified. So if I'm sacrificed... For someone else, so be it. Because I'm partaking of His fellowship and His suffering according to Philippians chapter 3. Know the Word of God. Live the Word of God. Be the Word of God. You are capable if you surrender your all. The anointings, and I didn't even touch upon other things, but God knows what you need when you need it anointing. That is the anointing that breaks the yoke and removes the burden. Not someone that has so much charisma and let people dying at the wayside. That's not anointing. The true anointing will break the bondage of the enemy. Will make sure that that person is released from sin. Will love that person through the process. Let me tell you something. I'm picking on Julio today. God is telling me to pick on him. Nate, stand up. You see this young man here? Julio, stand up, puppy. You see that man back there? That man ministered to this young man. When he lived in, the, not that we still in, because we still in the hood, but that's all right, the hood is not in us.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I don't know, sometimes. Good things come out of Nazareth. You know how they say nothing good comes out of the ghetto, because Nazareth was the ghetto. Somebody said, no good thing comes out of Nazareth. Hello. We here. Jesus came out of the ghetto. Hallelujah. Julio took a step of faith and began to invite young men and train them. And this young man is a product Amen. of what Julio yes. sold in his life. Yes Julio, God wants to honor you today. Just God just wants to honor Hallelujah.
1: you. Hallelujah.
0: And so see, mm. because he's a product of this young man, this young man will be a product of many others that will come into the kingdom. That's how the kingdom of God operates. Is he perfect? No. You know, he needs to have the attitude that he has in order to go where God wants him. If he don't got the attitude, he can't enter that place. You can sit down, baby. So instead of saying, well, what's his up his attitude? Pray for him. Because his attitude is was going to get him to the places where he needs to go to minister to. There's some places that I can't go. I go to some places and people look at me weird. And I say, okay, I'm acting together. Let me get it together. But I could walk around 125th Street like it ain't nothing.
1: Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah.
0: I'm not afraid. I was raised there. But I know I got God. And if I have to reach to somebody that is, 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 is nodding and they can't pick up something, I pick it up from them and I give it to them. And I say, God bless you. Because that's the soul of salvation. That's right. That's right. Why do we abandon the places where God brings us from thinking that we no longer should go there? Oh, when God saved, He said, go back and tell your family, tell your loved ones. Equip yourself first, Don't, you know we all not that. We, I'm not a bag of chips and all that, or all that and a bag of chips. <laughs> I am who God calls me to be, who I am. So remember that every time you look at Julio and he tells you, get into your place, just say yes, sir.
1: Amen, amen. 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 Hallelujah.
0: And thank God that he's standing there, because it could have been someone else. It could have been someone else that took that position that would probably rob you blind. Some of you that leave your pocketbooks open and keep walking. Mm-hmm. And He guards the house of the Lord.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: And you know, don't, don't speak about my Tama. I know she's a handful. She's got a little body, but my Dios mio Padre Santo. For a little person, she's a giant, watch out. You picture Julio talking down to and she's like (laughs) Can you picture that? (laughs) Watch it woman. They're working out their salvation and their marriage. Just remain quiet. (laughs) (laughs) You know, let God work it out in us. We need to, there's things that need to be worked out in us and me. You know, go, yo, yo, necesito ser renovado, renovado todos los días, yo. Let me be renewed. Let me see the plank before I even try to take out the speck. Amen. Amen. I love you, God bless you, walk in your anointing, the anointing that is the true anointing of God, not an anointing that is charisma, but an anointing that demonstrates the power of God to restore, rebuild, and love. God bless you.